He is Nicholas Perez. I am Ben Perez, and we are the Box Box Brothers Podcast. Nicholas. What up? What is up? How are you doing on this wonderful Sunday? Um, I'm doing pretty good, you know? And I'm not too much going on. Just, yeah. just watched some Ted Lasso today. Finished yeah, how's that the going? hangover. It's going pretty how's... good. I, I'm enjoying the new season a lot. I have not seen next Ned's Revenge arc yet, so I will have to hop on the... what well, That's Apple TV now mm-hmm. and start watching that. So initial thoughts out of 10, what are you giving Ted Lasso? You're giving it eight, eight, three. Okay. Eight, three. Is that better or worse than season one and season two? Because I feel like season one easily like nine, five. See, season one was really like the best one. Season two kind of take a step back. But as we continue on through season three, it's like getting better and better with each episode. All right. Well, I will put that on my watch list because I've made my way through Love is Blind and I... It's not a great show. They're not good people. And it annoys me how addicted I am to the show. <laughs> and then I've also been making my way through The Hangover. Yeah. The Bradley Cooper and that one. Okay. I've finished one, two, three. Oh, uh, you're, so. you're doing a throwback movie. Yeah. I can't believe that already it came out, what, 2010, 2012? Yeah, you I know, which... just couldn't even tell you. All right. Well, we'll we'll look it up. But out of the first hangover is obviously the best one. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like two and three, they just jumped on that cash cow and like, oh, the formula from one worked really well. So let's just repeat that for two and three. But we'll do it in yeah. Bangkok this time. I also I like the twist of him being on the roof the whole time and Alan actually drugging them. So, spoilers alert. All right. Well, we we can continue discussing movies a another time, but let's get into F1 news, Nick. So, we'll have a short podcast for people today. We're just going to get into a little pit or push, talk about the recent events that have been happening in the F1 news, the F1 circuit and give you a quick podcast to listen to on your either daily commute, working out, or wherever and anywhere you may be listening to us. What's up? All right. So let's really quick just go over what pit or push is. So on topics that we want to stop and talk about a little bit, we will say hit the brakes, come into the pit. And we'll discuss that topic. If we want to just keep it moving, discuss it, wait for a later day to discuss it, we'll say push, push. push and we will continue push on with our conversations. Sound good? Yep. Sorry, <laughs> my sound effects in there for that. All right. First up on the docket is inconsistent penalties. Push it or hit the brakes. All right, hit the brakes, Nick. <laughs> on the first one. Yes. What are your thoughts on it? All right. Well, this is just a continual conversation in F1 on inconsistent penalties. So the most recent incident of this was the signs inconsistent penalty in Australia. And yeah. there's been a big controversy 
that Ferrari is pissed off that only signs got penalized for his racing incident against Fernando Alonso and Esteban Alcon and Logan Sargent didn't get a penalty during their last restart of the, the race. And we've seen George, George Russell complain about it. Lewis Hamilton, Max, everyone complains about inconsistent penalties in the F1 sphere, but F1 isn't the only one that has inconsistent penalties. So if you look at NBA, NFL, MLB, any sport, really soccer refereeing, people will complain that the refs are biased towards them. They will say that they unfairly gave them a penalty, red card, whatnot. And that's is what costs their team a chance at the championship. And yes, it is. But for any penalty, it is very specific to that moment. So not all holding calls in the NFL are called the same. Like sometimes you're allowed to get away with it. Sometimes you're not. Sometimes a personal flag, like a roughing the passer is called. Sometimes it's not. There's just so many, so much variability in sports that it's hard to, they usually just has to pass an eye test. And Mm -hmm. F1's rules are intentionally ambiguous so that each racing call is based on the eye test and they don't have to follow a specific sector or a specific set of rules that make it unfair when the penalty isn't justified and they still have to give it out based on how the rules are listed. Yeah, and I feel like there's a lot of gray area when it does come to these races and the positions that the drivers are put in, say, like on a restart Mm -hmm. or compared to like another like just racing incident where they're both going hard and but Mm -hmm. someone pushes someone else wide. So there's a lot of gray area when you get into these like nitty gritty things. And also the race directors aren't consistent they switch from race to race Mm -hmm. under the new system so that does give a little bit of in like Mm -hmm. no confidence in the calls to remain from week to week yeah so you have the general guideline but you are correct that they don't remain consistent because you have different people calling them similar to how you will have different referees calling different games in all of the major sports the other thing is that it also helps the entertainment factor of it. We wouldn't mm-hmm. be talking about it if they were just robots making the same calls. But I will say yeah. that it is much more entertaining to watch human referees because there is that degree of fallibility with them than it would be to watch robots. And a great example of this is Hawkeye in tennis. I When I was down at the Australian Open, everything was Hawkeye. So it was correct to 99% of the time, 99.99% because it's using science to judge where the ball is going out, but you don't get those dramatic arguments with the referee. You don't get the pageantry of it with a robot compared to when you have that human factor boiled into it. Sounds kind of lame. It is still fun, but you, there's so much buzz that happens when you have humans making decisions on other humans mm-hmm. and that's because, why oh you go for it because they control like what they what happens in their other people's lives it's not just down to a robot that knows straight facts like yeah. every call in a sports game mm-hmm. does have 
Like it can go. Yeah, it's a judgment. It's a judgment call. And that's why the argument of making consistent penalties or when drivers complain about consistent penalties, it's dumb. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Let's keep it moving, though. All right. We just had like a 10 second box right there. (laughs) Next up on the conversations, James Allison in for Mike Elliott as the new technical director of Mercedes. Um, let's keep it moving right now. We'll see how this car uh, stacks up. I know Mike Elliott has been a big part in the upgrades that should be coming in Imola that Mercedes has been talking about. James Allison is coming over from his time working on boats with the Ineos team inside Mercedes. But for now, let's just keep it moving. All right. Next up, should Alpine keep the pink livery the entire season? All right, let's hit the brakes. <laughs> yes, I think that they should. Pink cars all the way. It makes it distinctive on the track, and I think it's a lot better livery than their blue one. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm personally a fan of the blue one with the pink, the Baskin-Robbins mobile. Just for me personally, I, I enjoy the accents of pink. I think the whole pink car kind of gets washed out some of the time, especially like to go back to the Force India days. Mm-hmm. You don't you want to have that brand recognition of being the Alpine, not you don't want to be, oh, is that a Force India on the track again? So I feel like they have to change it up and I, be different. I, I get that. I get that you do get the Force India car, but it's also the most distinctive color on the f1 grid like other than ferrari being red you could differentiate yourself by being pink Hmm. so do you think if we did get another red car do you think ferrari would be up in arms well we do have a red car in the alfa romeo it looks very Mm. similar to the like it's a darker shade of red but it's still a red race car they're more black this year though well they're half black half half red and with the carbon fiber like it's a different shade of red but it is still red what i wouldn't want is all cars going all black because then there'd be very little to differentiate each car yeah but i guess we have two blue cars and williams and red bull but they're still like fundamentally different from like a design aspect yeah i'm just talking about the livery color so yeah all right next up is chat dpt going to develop a car in the future um let's keep it moving for now i've seen a lot of videos on chat dpt so i watched one essentially recreate flappy bird for that and as ai becomes more involved in just our world in general i wouldn't be surprised if maybe chat gpt helped high schoolers or college students make a motorized vehicle but i think it will be involved some way in f1 just to help them iterate faster and stay within the budget cap but i will keep it moving until uh, this becomes a bigger story all right next up michael schumacher ai saga this is pertains to a false interview given in the german newspaper yeah let's Let's hit the brakes for a second. All right. Hitting the brakes. Um, yeah. Completely wild story that AI is being used to 
make mock interviews with Michael Schumacher, one of the greatest F1 drivers to ever enter the cockpit. And I, it's, it's wild that journalism could do this. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like I'm, I write for a magazine, 3dprint.com. And I've learned a lot about just journalistic integrity, but it also reminded me and like, sorry, journalistic integrity and just what you can and can't write. But it also made me think back to like 1850s, like when the people were just printing, yeah, like printing off newspapers. You could essentially make up any fact that you wanted and print it out. And there was no way to validate. Check it. (laughs) Yeah. There is no way to validate what you were reading was true. Well, it's kind of like nowadays on the internet, if we're being honest. Yeah. So you so like how do we solve that? I think we just have to get our stuff from reputable sources. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And as AI becomes more involved, they'll there will have to be laws. But what the journalis- journalism or magazine did, I think was completely out of bounds. And let Michael Schumacher's family, like they've been private, let them stay private. Don't sensationalize mm-hmm. someone else's story injury and story for your own benefit. So yeah, completely out of pocket for them. A hundred percent. Now, next up, Carlos to to Saudi Audi Saba. I read it as Saudi Arabia. So uh, yeah, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> to, um, to Audi. Yeah, let's uh, keep it moving for now. We can get on this more during the kind of mid-season break, the August break, as crazy season or silly season begins to ramp up but until carlos and the other drivers start making moves or more rumors start coming out let's keep it moving on this all right next up lando norris song and leclerc's produces songs these guys they've been known for djing in the past on their wild nights do you think it'll make a second career um Let's keep it moving for now. I actually have this because I was watching one of the F1 Never Have I Ever videos. And I think these last three come from the Never Have I Ever video. But they had said that Lando and so Lando has produced a song before. And then Charles is getting into DJing as well. So I would love to go to Ibiza and see Charles Leclerc after he's done with his F1 career spinning the discs, making new disc tracks, talking about how he was better than Max, but just never had the better machinery. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But until till then, I'm curious to see what they come out with. But for now, let's keep it moving. All right. Next up, Pierre, we're giving himself the name Tripod. Have you, <laughs> have you seen this? Have you yeah, seen this I, video? I, I have not. So you're gonna have to play the audio clip or okay. you're gonna sound weird. I'll no, I'll play it, I'll get a clip of the audio. But th- this was also from the Never Have I Ever video. And they were asking if they've ever had a, an embarrassing nickname. And Lance Stroll goes like, Oh, ants in my pants. George Russell goes, Oh, my sister used to call me like Georgie Boy. And then Pierre Gasly goes, oh, yeah, I've had the nickname Tripod. 
referring to his third leg. And I was I was really stunned that he said that during an interview and then off camera in the next cut, but cameraman or someone behind him, maybe it was his manager, goes, Only you call yourself that. And he's like, No, that's not true. And I started to do some research on it. And there's also a clip of Pierre Gasly when he was at AlphaTari playing Twister with Yuki Sonoda during a Christmas special because they both had Santa hats on. And Yuki goes, oh, your big monster is touching my back. So apparently Pierre Gasly is is hung. So it's a no wonder why he has that BDE walking around the paddock. Moving on. Okay. Cameraman goes, oh, yeah. You Lance's can... Lance's not starstruck. I don't know what this one means. Uh, Lance Lance Stroll just said also during the interview that he has never been starstruck by anyone he met. So, Nick, I will put the question on you. Have you ever been starstruck or been in the situation of being starstruck? Um, the first time I met Zach in person. Zach who? Dak Prescott. Oh, Dak. All right. Dak Prescott, the quarterback for the I was like, Dallas I was Cowboys. Like, I was like 13. Mm-hmm. He just was, I, it just, I went up and like shook his hand. I was just like, oh. And then it was just kind of, it was funky. So, yeah. yeah. And it's crazy that they're, they're real people. But I had a similar incident with, I think, uh, oh, um, why am I blinking on his name? He's the host of Fox Sunday NFL Countdown. The 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 host, Nick, he's with Terry Bradshaw and all of them. Um, he went to Co College. Do you know who I'm talking about? No. <laughs> I'm looking this up. Kurt Menefee. He's with Terry yep. Bradshaw, Howie Ye- Howie Long, all of them. Michael Strahan. He's the host. No? So Nothing. Sorry. All right. Well, he's the host of Sunday NFL Countdown. And he was just walking around co probably my senior year and went up and said hi to him. But I was like fumbling over my words. I was like, uh, hi. Hi, Mr. Menifee. Nice to meet you. He's like, uh, oh, nice to meet you too. Uh keep up the good work or hard work you'll go places. I was like, thank you, Mr. Menifee. And then that was that. I was like, ah, screwed that one up. Couldn't even form a sentence talking to him. So, yeah, but I'm, I'm surprised because, um, especially on the F1 paddock, there's so many stars that just come down and say hi to you. And you probably meet a lot of people traveling around the world. So, yeah, I know Serena would have had you starstruck. Yeah. When she was at Miami last year. Serena, Federer, LeBron, pretty much anyone famous, I will probably be starstruck by by meeting them. Yeah. But I guess it's it maybe a little bit different for Lance Stroll because he grew up a billionaire. Mm-hmm. So he was just surrounded by famous people all the time. They all were at his birthday parties when he was little. Yeah, I had Jamie Foxx singing them happy sweet 16 to him. But yeah. Uh, all right. Anything else? Not that I have for this segment. All right. Well, thanks for hosting Pit or Push.
this week. Nick. Welcome. Thank you right. for listening. We're going to keep this episode just short and simple. Thank you again to all of our subscribers and listeners. We love you. Hit that noty bell, that like and subscribe. It does help us just continue to do what we're doing, even though Thank we're doing y'all. it for free. Hit hit the Patreon link. You know, do we have a do we have a Patreon link? No. Or is it is it with our <laughs> is it coming with our FanDuel sports bet link? It is coming with our FanDuel sports bet right. link. <laughs> so come support the channel. Uh we're gonna have a meet together on the south side of Antarctica. Um yeah. It is summer, getting summertime, so those Antarctic expeditions will be coming soon. So, yep. All right, next. Pretty much it. Um, Let's bring the car in. Box, 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 box. Retire the car. Retire the car.